What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DGN Dads podcast. I'm joined today by you guessed it, Kyle Wilson. I will bring him up in just a minute. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about Web3 gaming. We're going to be talking about some free NFTs, of course, the latest news in the space, and even Coinbase getting a notice that they might be in a little bit of trouble, the crypto market, all things NFTs. So without further ado, good morning, Kyle. How's it going today, man? Hey, it's going good. We're just rocking out. I know, man. <laughs> it's funny. I just, I, I just heard done the music. So, <laughs> so I got a bone to pick with you, Kyle. On um, last yeah. week when we were on your channel, you know, we we switch every week for those that are that are you know just coming in. Uh, I was supposed to be put down for the intro, so you had some music going too, and I was like, I was vibing a little bit. And I was when I went back to watch your stream, I, I was on camera the whole time. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be waiting to be brought up. I'm glad I wasn't like getting ready, man. Like brushing my teeth, like, like in the shower, my, put, put my clothes on and stuff. You know, like you know, just last minute. Good thing I was, I was prepared. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my software, I guess, was jank. My streaming software, but yeah, that's all good, man. How's it going today? How's how's the crypto and NFT life treating you? It's going and good, man. Life. That life's good, man. Um, couldn't be better. Kids are growing too fast, like always. Really sad. Brings a tear to my eye, but makes yeah. me happy at the same time. It's the conundrum parents must face. But um, no, that's other than that's been really good. Just been working and um, yeah, raising the kids and having fun in life. So and I'm excited for the warm weather too. So, dude, me too. Me too. I went from like where we go to the farmer's market every week with my kids, and I went from like wearing like no sleeves one week because it was like hot back to like wearing a jacket and I was still cold. But I think like we had like one of our last cold nights of the year, at least where I live, um, mm. like or of the you know the season, uh, this week. So I'm ready for some warm weather for sure. And yeah, yeah on the on the kids growing up, man, uh, there's this like viral sound going around on like Instagram and TikTok. It's like I don't remember exactly what it says, but it's uh around the lines of you the little fingerprints you see everywhere around the house, the piles of laundry that are never done, the the things you basically can't get done. Like it's going to end sooner than you want it to. You know, like all those like little tiny frustrations or like what could be stressful, like they will go away. But when they go away, you're going to miss. You know, your little ones being little. Yeah, no doubt. And that's what I kind of like just echo every day. It's just like when I'm talking to my wife, I'm like, man, these are the moments we're going to cherish, even though like they seem like, you know, it's tough to like, you know, raise kids sometimes and like tough to do um, all those little dirty things that like parents or like maybe even newlyweds don't really think about until you have kids. Um, you know, when they're out of the house, it's like that those moments won't ever come back like they're gone. And it's like, you'll actually come to appreciate those like difficult times that, you know, were there and the laundry, putting on the socks on their little feet, like stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I'm trying to enjoy every minute of it, but without further ado, man, there's been a lot happened this week. Um, yesterday you made a video on one of the big VB announcements. They announced rabbits coming to VB with Ubisoft. Um, mm -hmm. dude, I, I can't say I'm a rabbits fan per se, but like, Rabbits feels like part of my not really childhood because it came out when I was like a teenager, preteen, something like that. Uh, but like I remember Rabbits and like the Wii, like that was like a big deal when the Wii came out. Mm -hmm. I think they even teamed up with Mario at that time. Like they weren't really part of. I want to say 
they weren't really partnered with Nintendo before the Wii. And then when the Wii came out, they partnered with Nintendo. So like I've known rabbits for a while and I've had a couple of games that incorporated them, but you want to like give us a TLDR of your video, which obviously people should watch after we're done with the podcast. I will leave it up at the top at this segment for you to click on and watch that video for like more detail. Yeah, sure. So uh, what was the recap you wanted me to do? Oh, of my video. Sure. Yeah, too yeah, long yeah. to read. Yeah. Also, also, just shout out to everybody who's here already. So you got SoCal, who's the first one in here, saying good morning, fun under the sun. We met him in California. Uh, good morning, fun under the hey, sun. Hey, good to Daniel see fun under the sun. Marquez, of course. Good morning, Daniel. How's Homie it going? GM, GM, let's go. Welcome in, chat, man. Good to see everybody in the house. Homie, homies, unite. Um, yeah, so... The Rabbids, you know, they dropped recently on Sandbox. Um, they've been, you know, obviously Ubisoft has re really been bullish in the Web3 space. They've already, I think they've already dropped their own marketplace around one of their like first person shooter games or whatever, or FPS games and um, where you could buy like skins and things like that. And at first they got a lot of backlash, but they're continuing to push the needle here for in Web3. And I think they, you know, them, Square Enix and a few other like game studios are, are really bullish on the Web3 space. So Rabbids, again, they dropped on Sandbox and they're coming over to Vivi. And I think they even dropped on Quid as like stickers or something or like collectibles there too. Um, mm -hmm. So they're like sprinkling their IP around. Um, obviously, Rabbids is, I think it's important to Ubisoft because it's like one of their flagship brands. Um, so it's it's good to see that they're on Vivi and maybe the direction Vivi, where Vivi could go. Um, not to say that VB is going to do that anytime soon. Um, it's just like a fingers crossed kind of thing. Um, but it's kind of like healthy speculation there, I guess, um, because we could see the like maybe they do like avatars and VB verse or something. Um, I hope they yeah. like kind of I hope VB really pushes the needle and like gets out of the whole collectible only and like static. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, cause, like said it. <laughs> right. And because Quid did that. I mean, Quid's doing that now. And um, matter of fact, they're interoperable and spatial now. So um, they're doing big stuff, man. And I hope Vivi kind of breaks out of their mold. Yeah, collectors at heart, but let's let's kind of do other things. You know, let's let's yeah. push push collectibles forward, push the NFTs forward, and the space forward. So that's kind of my like where I hope things go. No, dude, that's how I've really felt like the last like year at least is like Vivi has so much momentum. And they did, obviously, like, their core is, like, collector base. But just with the momentum, why not use it and do other things, like make games? Or, or even, like, not make games, but, like, work with partners to mm -hmm. be interoperable for their games. Because, like, just to say make a game, that's, like, unrealistic. Uh, I mean, it's not unrealistic, but, like, that requires way more than, <laughs> than what people think. Uh, but to say, hey, we're going to drop NFTs that will be j just honestly like Quid just did with their last mint. Uh, we're going to drop NFTs that will be interoperable with somebody who does make games like that's not that's not far fetched. Um, so right. I would love to see maybe do something like that. And it's not here's the thing. It's not out of the range of possibilities, but it's also not something that they've come out and said that they want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, as of right now, it is it's a collector's app that makes collection collectible stuff. Um, and then with that collectible stuff, I do think there will be like, uh, and I think we've, they have said this, like these things could serve as like avatars in the VV verse, which would be really cool. Uh, like having a rabbit as an avatar or your favorite X, Y, or Z as an avatar would be really cool. But at the end of the day, I really, really hope they do get on board with some of the other stuff going on. And I, I think it's very possible. Uh, I'll actually pull this up to like rabbits has already worked the sandbox. They have like a little, little trailer on like what that looks like. 
Um, but to be able to do stuff like this would be really awesome. But all that to say, like, not all the range of possibilities for VV, but VV's never like came out and said, hey, we want to do these things. So hopefully they will come out and say, hey, we want to do these things. Let me uh, bone to pick. Uh, I have a quick bone to pick too. Is like, I remember telling people like you could use like some of these NFTs to unlock a, a, an asset in a game. And people were like, oh, you gotta, you gotta, what Trevor said, uh, you have to make them like a skeleton and movable. I'm like, look, no, like, look what Quid just did. That like one of the, the stickers now unlocked an avatar, or at least this new airdrop that is playable. And so, yeah. like, I'm like, this was already a thing in the wider macro and a T space. So it's good to see that people are like actually opening their minds a little bit about the possibilities. Um, but I'm, I'm with you on like, hopefully we'll get some like clarity and some vision casting where VV plans to go. Cause again, they did a lot of that in the beginning. So I just want them to like redo that. Like where, where are we going in this space? Yeah, man, absolutely. And you're so right. Cause uh, one of the big arguments I hear like over like Twitter uh, spaces and just tweets is like, well, VV collectibles aren't designed for like, you know, those like interoperability, like uh, aspects, like being able to just take the asset they've made and put it into a game. But like you said, like, you can take anything and put it into a game because like at the end of the day, like a lot of these JPEGs, you're just buying pictures or like code that leads to pictures. But when you actually plug that into a game, it becomes a different, a whole different asset where that the game's made. So I, I'll actually get to that. If uh, people want to see at the end, uh, I've actually been playing this game recently, this NFT, this web three game. It's just like that. I mean, I own a, I own the JPEG of this picture, but once I plug it into this game, which by the way, who the founder of this game sold Zynga, um, once I plug the asset into this game, I have this like 3D version of that asset that walks around and moves and stuff like that. So it does. They don't have to be designed to play inside of BB for them to work and other stuff. Um, I actually haven't watched this, Kyle. Uh, it's like it's really short, but this is the Rabid Sandbox. Uh, I figured it's pretty relevant to what we're talking about. I have the sound off, uh, so we can just kind of comment. Dude, wait a second. You're in this. Bro, you 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 played? That's you, Kyle. That's you up and down, man. <laughs> well, which guy? The oh, the the beard guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. That, tell me, that's not you. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't know you're in this, man. I, I can't deny. I mean, no comment. No comment. That's pretty cool too. They got like the cool cats. They got a world of woman. They got crypto punks, board apes on back on in the sandbox. Yeah, uh, this is supposed to be a rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like where the rabbits are like, yo, let's come join whoa, whoa, whoa. the uh, rest of the NFT. If you back it up too, a lot of people, for whatever reason, are are trying to paint this narrative that you can't pour it in NFTs in the sandbox and it look good. But if you saw in the background, you saw the, the pictures of like Basie, they're not pixelated at all. This is why I've been trying to tell people posters matter and the met will matter a lot more in the metaverse. And people yeah, and yeah. just are like, don't because they don't go off into other like metaverses or do like I'm like I've been trying to tell people on my channel for like two years that's not the case but anyways you can see those images in the background they're not pixelated those are full rendered uh NFT yeah. images pump my poster bags Kyle <laughs> I don't have that many posters I still have the bond <laughs> I still have the bond posters and I still have a, like uh the Ultraman posters and things like that um, but it show, goes to show you, you can display NFTs and these other metaverses at high, full quality. Like, I don't know who keeps in Twitter spaces, keeps saying you can't do certain things and you can't do this, can't do that. I'm like, literally, I've been saying this for like two years. Like, 
get off of Twitter and watch a well, go to YouTube and watch some of these videos that we've been putting out for the past two years. And yeah, bro, watch some DJ and Dad's podcast. Which, by the way, there's a new YouTube feature that Kyle and I are experimenting with, to where we can actually take these videos and put them on a podcast playlist, which we've already done. And it's not full; it, it's functional. It's a little confusing right now, but you can actually listen to this podcast over YouTube Music. So like instead of watching it like on YouTube, you can actually use the YouTube music app, which I use all the time and I've been using forever. Um, well, I've been using it since it got uh, since it got bought. It was something else. It was Google Play Music, I think, something like that. And then they got bought by YouTube music. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's pretty it's a pretty cool feature we, we've been trying out. But Ubisoft, Rabbids invade vv now um hopefully vv does more than just the uh like collectible side of it uh like kyle and i both said like the collectibles are awesome we are here for the collectibles but at the end of the day kyle another thing is like no matter what ip we get if it stays at a collectible level i'm probably gonna get hate for saying this there will be a little bit of disappointment in me you know like if we got if we got i watched your video you you don't think that this is necessarily like nintendo speculation but hypothetically you know if we got like mario or we got like pokemon but it just stays at the collectible level that's still really cool but like it would be like light years cooler if like they could use that to work with other things outside of like it just being a collectible uh that's just my my two satoshis Right. I mean, that's kind of where the NFT space is going. If you're tracking like the macro of things, people are putting um, additional value to these NFTs and making them like interoperable among each other and different assets and different worlds and things like that. We saw Immutable collab with Polygon to actually bring even more life into these NFTs to make them interoperable back and forth, you know, ZK EVM compatibility on Ethereum. And so we are seeing like this trend and um, it would be an absolute shame if that some of these collectibles don't do anything and that they just plan to just drop collectibles like forever, which is fine. Like there's going to be a market for that. Like if you look at GameStop's revenue, like a lot of their, um, you know, revenue is generated from or not a lot, but a, a big, a, a giant portion. I mean, billions of dollars is generated from like um, or multi-million. I can't remember the exact number. I swear it was a billion or something, but um <laughs> is from physical collectibles. Yeah. So there's a massive market for it for sure. And the first appearances, like there's always going to be a market for that. Um, not every single first appearance, but like if you're, if you're just wise and you know what to collect, then I think there's always going to be value in that. Um, which is why like I came to VV in the first place, right? The first Batman on the blockchain, that's a big deal. Um, so not to like discredit or say it's not a big deal because it is, but it would be a shame if VV doesn't do anything at all and just keeps continuing to do like the same stuff over and over and over and over. Um, in my opinion, I mean, I, I, like we're, that, man. I mean, we're so seeing much all these momentum. other platforms do other stuff. So, well, let's, and you know, we can talk about it later. Uh, but I feel I, I made a video on this. If you haven't watched it, why? Um, it's my, my one of my last videos I posted. I went over the potion. And I think the biggest thing about the potion coming next Wednesday is that VV took notes. Uh, Board Ape did it in 2021, where they had these serums and these uh, they were airdropped to Board Ape holders, which it would have been nice if obviously the potions were airdropped to Golden Moments holders. I think that would have made sense, um, or Platinum Moments now. And you could choose either to keep that serum or you could give it to your ape. And if you gave it to your ape, your ape drank it, and now you get this mutant ape, which you know as Mutant Ape Yacht Club, which has like a 
20 ETH floor price, whatever it's at right now. So VV took notes from that and they're doing the potions and they're doing it very similar to where, except it's going to be a drop that you buy. And if you have one of these platinum moments that just dropped yesterday or whenever it was, um, you could pair it with the, the, the platinum moment to be able to get an exclusive poster or an exclusive moment. Or you can hold the potion and keep the potion as a digital collectible, a premium digital collectible. So all that to say, that's how the potions work. Go watch the video for more detail. And I have a short on it too that's less than 60 seconds. All that to say, the biggest takeaway from this is Disney is a, is at least somewhat okay with utility. Like not just any utility, like burning mechanics. Disney is okay with stretching out to the macro NFT space and taking notes. Disney is okay with being flexible. Like, like that's my biggest takeaway from that is like the IP obviously was okay with this concept. So I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. So this to me is not a big surprise. And the notes that they're getting is probably from Bob Iger himself uh, because yeah, he is yeah. watching the space. And this is something I covered the past two years and exactly predicted the return of Bob Iger. Like a year and a half ago, I said, Bob Iger has been in the NFT space collecting like the, I think it was like the Medici's or whatever. Um, so he's been watching. I mean, this guy has been in the space. He's an advisor to a NFT fashion company. And yep. so to see him back at Disney is very bullish and uh, exciting. Is that the name of it? Yeah. Genies. And it's yeah. it, very exciting for the future of where Disney could go. Um, so not to like, hopefully like that aligns with what BB's direction and their plans to go. If they can get their, you know, their dev team like up to speed quick enough and like expand out their team a little bit more um, and to maybe collab with some of these other platforms that are doing like um, kind of pioneering things in the space, then I think that that would be, that would be good. It would be because um, then I think you'd get more daily active users, um, yeah. you know, launch the VVverse, make, make the whole experience just more sticky. Yeah, retention is extremely important, you know, for monetization in the world. So collecting is one thing, but will collecting keep people on the app for them to monetize and expand? Maybe, but you know what definitely would, you know, is like if you had more, even more to do on the app. But with, with all that being said, there is some huge things uh, going on in the NFT space. I'm about to bring up real quick. I do want to bring up Daniel's comment. He said, I agree with both of you, by the way. I did see that vid. Uh, Chris, I agree. VV doesn't like to give anything for free, very rarely. Uh, the VV logo for very tight wallets. Yeah. Um, all right. So, like I said, there's some huge things going on with Web3 Gaming right now, Kyle. I think you're pretty familiar with this recent announcement. Or this isn't really recent. Me and you both minted this like a year ago. But Web3 has some serious momentum right now. And if you scroll over here, uh, Dr. Disrespect tweeted this a couple weeks ago, and it kind of blew up, bro. I, I know he's popular, but 8.6 million views. I'm just going to read it real quick if you can't see it. Imagine trying to extract with an item you discovered worth $100,000 on the chain. Think about the entertainment value as the viewer, let alone the player. A new PvP experience is upon us. I know Double Quill doesn't like PvP because he commented on my tweet last night about Web3 Gaming. Um, and then going even further, the concept of digital collectibles, notice the words he used, he doesn't say NFTs, is an online game is so exciting to me, especially an extraction type of game. People saying scam and uh are just brain dead. Headline followers, same people that spend a ton of skins for annual release game, same skins everyone has too. And then somebody responded to it and he said, what an idiot. So 
this uh dr disrespect if you don't know he is the uh, one of the founders or like i guess whatever with uh 12 a.m or midnight society midnight society is this game that me and kyle minted like a year ago almost for 50 bucks was talking about it all the time hope you're following the channel and got into that being said i did sell right before the big pump uh like a month or two ago i wish i wouldn't have but here we are there's a lot of other games i would have stopped right you now. bro and I, I wasn't i wasn't keeping up and i didn't want to wreck kyle in front of all of his subscribers. you should you should have called me you should have been like uh, bro should i sell this like super dank nft and i've been like no, bro. i am pretty sure i i did the thing sat at like so cheap like dirt cheap forever dr disrespect didn't say hold on I'm, I, I gotta blow this up for a second i feel Dr. stupid for not buying like a bag yeah of well, I mean, like, you know, in hindsight, like this thing dropped like a year ago almost. We minted for $50 cash each, our fiat, and nobody talked about it for like a year, dude. Like nobody in the NFT space said a word about it. They had their own little discord. They had like weird little meetups. They had some like whatever. Dr. Disrespect didn't talk about it. So I'm holding on to this thing. It's like it's worth like, I don't know, maybe like 100 bucks, 200 bucks for like oh, my screen up there, by the way. Well, I, I got something else to show too. Uh, it, I was holding this for a long time uh, in the NFT space. And then it just it just jumps like, you know, like 0.3 ETH. So I was like, sure, I'll sell that. And like right after I sold, Dr. Disrespect starts talking about it. Uh, these influencers on Twitter, like these bigger influencers on Twitter start talking about it. And then the price just skyrockets to like 0.6. Um, I have a lot more to say about that. But going on to it, this is the Founders Pass. I watched this gamer who I would like totally wreck make a video yesterday um that, again one of the reasons why i sold i didn't want to embarrass a bunch of people but I'll, I'll go ahead and pull that up before i pull pull kyle's up uh is this guy he said he's like a good <laughs> sniper or something like that um I, I don't know i didn't really watch the video but that's yeah, a triple showed, a content creator right there he showed a little bit of gameplay um of him uh camping in this corner over here and nah, uh, man. <laughs> waiting, for, waiting for everybody to come uh this is dead drop a uh, dr disrespects game uh, I think I think he ends up getting the the W on this little clip, right? With that last, did that just take a really long time to hit him? By the way, um, I was there's two guys actually in that scene. Oh. <laughs> you were so hyped, bro. I love it, <laughs> dude. That game is like so intense, like like so. If you never played an extraction shooter, it's quite different from any other PvP or any other like battle royale or like shooter. Cause like what, what it is, is like, you can hear proximity, like volume. So it, it's like spatial, like you can hear yeah. footsteps and like, you're like, Oh shoot, I gotta be like a little bit quiet. Um, I gotta extract though at the same time. So you have all these dynamics running through your head. And then you also actually have proximity. You can hear the players talking next to you. So if they're close enough to you, you can hear them in their microphone being like, Hey, I see you. And like just head games. Well, that's how the newest Call of Duty is too. Like the newest Warzone 2.0. Yeah, but it's it not. Proximity. It's, this proximity chat in this game is is better. Like I'm telling you. R really? But yeah. And so anyways, it makes for a, a really fun dynamic because like before. Yeah, anyways. Okay, so get back to the game. So in Extraction Shooter, you want to loot as much as you as possible so you can take it back to your stash. And so that's kind of the whole premise of the game. Um. I won by like being the last man standing essentially. So there is kind of a battle royale aspect to it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, pull up my screen. I want to show you something real quick. All right. So this was at GDC, the like gamer developer conference, one of the big conferences around, you know, obviously game developers. 
Um, this was the Midnight Society banner with the Polygon badge floating over the entire lobby. Look at all these like people down here at the bottom. So there's even not only that, but like an exposure side to the actual game developers themselves. Um, so you do have like Dr. Disrespect streaming it with over 20,000, 25,000 people wow. like, yeah. every day. Um, and then you have this right here in the lobby at the Gamer Developer Conference, which is really important for attracting like that AAA um, con uh, AAA developers like at GDC. So, yeah, that's huge, dude. I, I think uh, the other uh, post that I did have up also referenced. If it didn't, I just read about it. Let me see if it did. There's uh, that. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. It says, "Here, I'll bring it up real quick." Oh, my bad. It says, let me tell you, day and night attitude towards blockchain as a product feature for game development from last year at GDC. Massive skepticism last year and blind hatred. Completely different tone and understanding this year. I genuinely feel an inflection point happening. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it's the future. Uh, look at this. Polygon and Immutable teamed up as well. Yeah, that's um, pretty big. Pretty big stuff there. What does that mean, Kyle? Um, so Immutable is going to be using Polygon ZK EVM, and they're going to market it as like... I, IMX is ZK EVM, but it's really using the tech stack on Polygon, Polygon's tech stack for their ZK EVM to make it compatible with Ethereum as close as possible. It's like the golden kind of um, standard in terms of ZK EVMs. Um, so it's very interesting. It's it's going to help um, Immutable and Polygon, or well, really just Immutable scale on the gaming side um, and make it more compatible to attract developers into the Immutable ecosystem as well. Um, to make those smart contracts like, you know, easier to deploy, vice versa, back and forth, um, you know, in the macro space, I guess. So it's, I don't know, it's it's pretty interesting to see this kind of happen. A lot of people are saying it's alluding to like interoperability among a lot of the different like Ethereum chains um, in the ecosystems. So, anyways, we could see, we'll still have to see like what happens like in the long run, but this is kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Sweet. Um. First off, there's 26 people in here. Be sure to leave a like if you enjoy this style of content. It really helps with the YouTube algorithms. I'm going to pull this up real quick. Uh, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. We do these weekly, and then we rotate channels on Kyle's channel. And like I said, we just put it together one podcast. We have a ton of stuff coming out for you guys. Like We are really trying to make this a thing. Uh, DJ and dads that just like talking about NFTs and crypto and gaming and all that fun stuff. So your support goes a long way. It's just by hitting subscribe, hitting a like um yeah with that being said we can we can move on there's there's so much to talk about in this uh this week lots is happening oh yeah sony filed the game patent as well that's another like web3 big piece of web3 news there yeah probably nothing man you know just just sony uh filing web3 patents <laughs> yeah and it, i got the actual image of the patent if you want to throw that up there real yeah. fast um this that's shows this shows literally the skins. Like, look at that skin two five four. Like, you can see the oh, wow. transfer view history. Like, yeah, newly installed deep space fighter used in original game. Blah blah blah. So, like, they are, and it says my NFT. So specifically labels NFTs on their patent. So exciting times, exciting times, man. Interoperability among Sony games. Um, again, interoperability in Web three games hitting the forefront. Heck yeah, man. Um, I wanted to, before we move off of games, I actually was going to show you guys this uh, Web3 game I've been playing uh, just while we're on the topic of games. I won't, like, obviously, like, play it on this stream. That'd be for a different one. Uh, right, there's this too. Oh, and we still need Yeah, go ahead and share that. Uh, it'll take me a second to pull it up. 
So this is at GDC, um, Unreal Engine, Epic Games. Uh, unfortunately, the CEO said that NFTs aren't necessary in Fortnite, which is fine and fair, but they are integrating digital assets into Unreal Engine, the builder itself. And like you can, there's going to be a plugin. So for game developers, they'll be able to buy these assets to use in game like immediately. Um, so this could be a precursor for what Unreal Engine could do in terms of digital assets in game stuff. They could do something similar to Unity, where Unity has SDKs around Web3 ecosystems like Immutable X um, and many others that um, are, you know, like I think even Solana and, the, and MetaMask, of course. So we could see this being somewhat of a precursor to what it could be coming down the pipeline uh, in terms of the Unreal Engine developer tool tools. Heck yeah, man. I have my my game popped up. It's suit. Oh wait, it's so loud. I like, the way, can't there's... hear a thing. Uh, but I was just gonna show you guys. So, can you hear me fine? Yeah, I can hear you. It... Oh, it's the uh, Pirate Nation. So I would definitely recommend like looking into the team and everything. I bought this pirate for like two hundred bucks, and uh, it's like a fun little farming game. This I hope this isn't loud for you guys. I think I, I think I muted it. But essentially, like, you're this little pirate. You can control. This is my pirate. Uh, you can control using, like, a keyboard. You can jump and stuff like that, too. Um, but you basically send them out on quest. Uh, so this is, like, my pirate. Uh, I'm doing a quest right now, I think. Uh, I'm not going to, like, show a ton of gameplay. Yeah, I'm out for a quest right now. So, like, your quests show as transactions. So, like, this is, like, the transaction history of the quest. And basically, you earn, like, uh, wood. You earn uh cotton you earn like stars and stuff like that and you can craft so like you craft all these and you kind of like uh again i'm just getting started so i don't know a ton about it but you can like build ships kind of farm out your own like little little island uh it's been pretty fun though i it's one of those addicting games that like i'm gonna go ahead and turn it off because it's so loud um it's one of those games that i enjoy because it's kind of mindless like i like I'm like, has it been an hour since I started my quest? Yeah, it has. So I'd go back to the game and send out for another quest. And it's really cool because it's on Polygon. So it's like really cheap transaction. Oh, it's 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 doesn't cost you anything. Uh, and it shows your transaction log. And like when you, it's, a, it's fully on chain. So like when you go on a quest, you actually like are on Polyscan or whatever they call it, um, going on that quest uh, and you earn a bunch of stuff. So just a bunch of different style of games that are actually like playable right now um again i'm still kind of getting the hang of this i would love to like stream it and show you guys like the ins and outs of like what i'm learning on that but this isn't this is to talk about everything so we're, we're not going to stay on that for too long yeah um but their games are cool man a lot of uh right. there's another studio too like eve the people who created like eve online or something like that they're getting into web three games as well so they're developing their own title we know amazon is has a high propensity to be jumping into web three games um, again, like what we've been saying for the past year, two years is like Web3 games are, in my opinion, could decouple from the rest of the market. And we could see actually a lead here in in crypto and blockchain technology and NFTs um, really lead the way into mainstream adoption. Oh, um, I think so, too. Dude, how much how much money is spent on like microtransactions a year? It's like it's it's insane. Billions and billions. Like, yeah, billions. Billions, billions of dollars in my on transactions on like gaming. We didn't even mention that the other side second trip is happening. They're doing something very interesting for this. So other side, other deed. We talked about this a lot. Uh, they did the Dookie Dash, which is a lot of people played, competed top 
uh, the winner was Mongrel, which is a professional Fortnite player. Is won six figures playing Fortnite in the past. He ended up selling his number one pass for was it uh, one thousand ETH? Oh uh, yeah, it was like insane. yeah, it was, it was insane. Like one point six million dollars. The second trip is about to start, and with the second trip, they actually picked team captains. There's a little bit of controversy over this because they didn't. I think a couple of these are board ape holders, but they didn't really pick people inside the community. They picked uh, content creators, which I think was a good uh, uh, a good decision because if they pick people within the community, there might not be as much exposure. And if they want this to grow, they need exposure. Um, now, as far as the content creators they picked, I don't know a ton about them, but uh, here's the team captains. Uh, I know Bryson. He's uh, mainly on Twitch and Twitter. Like that's oh, I've seen Champ. Platforms. I've seen Champ. Um, Champ, yeah. Well, that's there's two Champs. That's not the one I know. Um, and I don't know the other people. So, so you know Champ and Bryson as well? Yeah, I don't know Champ. I know Bryson because I've, I've actually held a Twitter space with him before. And uh, yeah, he's like a Web3. He's like kind of the, I guess, the most well-known Web3 gamer, kind of. Um, him and like Crypto Stash. And, uh, but yeah, so that's, I, I get why they picked Bryson though, for sure. Yeah, I know you're because he's got connect, he's got connections with like Gary V's, like he signed with Gary V's, um, Web3 company. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like a, a sign, he like got signed by Vayner Media or something like that. Um, but yeah, he blew up because of Axie, like he, his like come up was, um, a lot to do with Axie Infinity blowing up. And then he like branched out and started doing other stuff. A lot of the actually mm -hmm. Web3 gamers, um blew up because of axi infinity whereas yeah, i thought yeah. i thought vv was gonna blow up like big 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 time like axi did um axi was playable like axi was, was playable yeah, yeah, it was streamable it was and it's like, a game it's a game yeah so you, you can like sit there it technically led the way talk yeah and it was although it was like people were obviously in it for the money it's still like it was, it was one of the first like actual playable web three games. So that's why it led the way, but yeah, the second trip's going to happen. Those content creators are going to be the team captains. And that's pretty much all there is to say right now. Uh, there's a little bit more detail that they have in a thread, but I'm not going to go into that because we, we have so much in this video. I do want to say this oh. really good comment from double quill. Uh, it says, I hate the stereotype, but let's be real here for a moment. If you want to scale large adoption, do mom games. We have the time and we'll bring the rest of the fam on board. I agree. Uh, do games that are like anyone can play. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what you're trying to say. Uh, uh, games that anybody can play. I actually uh, did interview uh, Scott Herman this week with Wag Me Games. I was just about to bring that up, um, baby. <laughs> and, yeah, and which we haven't even talked about in this this episode yet. Uh, and the CEO, Ian, not Ian. He spells it I-A-N. Ian, it is Ian. Uh, yeah. It got uh, me too, it got me too. I, I, I interviewed him this week. <laughs> And that's their their what that's what they're aiming for. They want to be able to like pick up and play three minutes. It I, the concept is easy to play, hard to master. I forgot the exact terminology, but basically anybody can pick it up and play it. But it's if, you fun. Go to, if you want to go to and it's fun and they can enjoy it and they can do it over and over again. But if you want to go to that next level, there's a huge comp there, there, There's a lot of competition for getting to that next level of competitive nature. That's gonna win. All gaming, it does win all, all gaming. I, I'm a big fan of Clash of Clans, and Clash of Clans, you can kind of pick up and play, and if you start from scratch, it's really not hard to catch on. You don't have to war. Wars get a little bit more complicated, but if you really want to get good at it, you got to spend a lot of time like practicing and, and strategizing, or you can just farm and not have any kind of gaming skills. So I, I, all that to say, I completely agree. Yeah, um, 
I, I see. I was skeptical about Wag Me. I see somebody like, "What games has Wag Me made? What games has any game studio in Web three made?" Like a lot of them are like making their first games. And um, you, I so I was skeptical about Wag Me at first. But whoa, 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 wait, can, can I pause real quick? They they just picked up the CEO. Uh, they just picked up somebody from the director EA. of EA. Uh, I forgot EA his games. official title in EA uh, as the new CEO. You want to know what games EA has made? Uh, and then a there's lot. A t- the yeah. game I just showed you, by the way, the guy that it, one of the founders of it sold either stole Zynga or he was the the CEO of Zynga. So yeah. like some of these some of these actually do have a ton of credibility. But like Kyle said, this the whole point is this is a new technology. So like if they yeah. have people on the team that's done it before, that's what they're going for. Sorry. No, they so yeah. Again, it says so no product yet. Um, they do. It's an alpha. If you want to actually play the game. And see for yourself, you can go buy an NFT, the Genesis NFT, and get into the alpha, and uh, you'll find that it's actually really fun. At first, like I was skeptical because, um, you know, I, in the beginning, they were still like building. And, um, but then I went in and played their like recent, they, they keep updating the game. And so it's very cool. You'll see in like the gamer chat, people are always like saying, like, you want to battle? Who's, who's up for battling? And you can just jump in and play. And, um, the 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 music in the game is cool too. I'm like, wow, this is actually they're onto something here. Like, this is actually cool to see. Um, and and a lot of people faded them in the beginning, and I even was I was, I was skeptical. You know, I was like yeah. in that same thing too. But um, and they're the first mobile game on Immutable X. So again, this I could see them having a a good future. So close I was, gonna, it, uh, I was yeah, just gonna yeah. pull it up. So like, uh, do I need to update? And I think they're yeah, set to like watch on the Apple store like next month or something. Like I literally have it up on my phone right now. And like it is playable. One of the reasons why like I can't just do like an auto. Well, they don't have an auto run or whatever it's called yet where you play against bots. So you do have to find a match. But it, the matches are playable. So to answer. Answer yeah. the FUD. Well, that being said, I, I own zero uh, Wagme assets. Uh, I, would li- I would like to get something. But right now I have zero. So I'm allowed to shield. I got no. Well, it's like I keep seeing two on on, like, what's that? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I got one Genesis, but I don't know. In in I noticed like in communities in the Web three gaming community, like a lot of people comment about alphas and they're like, oh, it it just doesn't look good. I'm like, you realize it's just alpha. Alpha means before the beta, like yeah, and then beta still means beta. So it's like you let them develop the game and then when the game fully launches then judge it from there but like you can't judge these games off of alpha like judge them when it's fully launched so that's that's kind of what i have to say there on that yeah man there's i got lots of bones to pick with the the community <laughs> lots of bones to pick so let's Which move on once today so sorry um, i apologize chat i love all you guys i'd like you to to pick the next one um you added the uh quid and spatial interoperability yeah uh, we have the coinbase receives wells notice uh i want to by the way if you're watching right now uh at the very end i'm gonna talk about some free nfts this is not for financial incentive uh but just cool things to be a part of that are completely free so i'm gonna talk about that at the very end um so add that and then there's a couple more topics what, what do you want to tackle next go no yeah i mean quid they're test they're testing their avatars in spatial which is really cool to see um, again, signs of interoperability. It's their own IP, own brand. Um, it'd be neat to see if they can actually pull like bigger IP and brand and do the same thing there. I think that's the question we're all kind of wanting to see and ask, and even on VB2. Is so, this what you have pulled up on your, your screen? Yeah, it just shows that their avatar is like running around in spatial. 
and things like that. Even we've seen the Weta Workshop NFTs. I didn't on, expect it to be so big. It's like a transformer. Quid. We saw the Weta Workshop NFTs on Quid also like you can fully display like the the entire like 3D asset in spatial and it looks super high quality. So um I I, I heard in Twitter spaces people were kind of saying like you can't do that. I'm like you can actually do that with Weta Workshop NFTs in spatial and it looks incredible. Um so again they're doing they're kind of showing people like um the interoperability here which is kind of cool um so i wanted to showcase that just because like again we would all obviously we would all love to see this on bv and cvv do stuff like this so um that's the only reason why i want to show that and then of course the arbitrum arbitrum airdrop today that happened too big a said i bought four cool cat fractures because of you three ends today looking like a good investment so far well I'm, i'm glad i'm glad it's looking good big a i have one and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't been keeping up as much as I, I keep on like wanting to do the quest and then like I get distracted and haven't done them. But either way, I'm still looking forward to see what the fracture turns into. Okay. Last. So in terms of my like last web three games, like shill thing, or I guess like, I don't know what you want to call this, but chat GPT AI being integrated into unity game developer engines. This is that that's huge. I mean, we're seeing a base level of it right now, but um, what happens when AI gets more advanced and you're able to build in entire universes and open worlds using AI and game engines? And I think that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. And ChatGPT is so much fun. Uh, if you've never tried it, I know you've heard about it because everybody's talking about it. You should definitely try it one day. I ha- I actually have an example of a coder that was using AI to build scripts and things like that in Unity. What so up, I- Jess? Um, and I'll show you what that actually look like looks like, because this could be the future. If I could, it will be. <laughs> and then also, Nvidia dropped their a or where they dropped they dropped like, um, it's called Kulitho, which basically lets these chip makers like make the chips smaller, essentially the transistors smaller. So that's going to scale like technology in terms of um, you know. So AR headsets, for example, you have to have these small chips inside the glasses if you want them to be like people like like want them to be small form factors. And people are saying that, like, that's going to make them go mainstream. Well, if that's the case, you need small chips, right? You can't just have the bulky comes from like batteries and chips and things like that in these headsets. But um, NVIDIA is basically combining AI with how they make chips and basically it it's it's making it to where chip makers can make the chips even smaller uh, or more powerful at least mm. to two nanometer two nanometers which is like that's pretty cool itty bitty where so you got pulled up yeah i'm trying to look okay. um let's see if i can find i have something to pull up if you want me to in the meantime yeah, go ahead go ahead it's, it's a little off topic but uh just going on, like when you buy an NFT, what do you own? You know, like like we need to think about this critically. And at, at the end of the day, if you own an NFT, like you own the metadata that points to an image. And uh, this project is doing something very interesting. This is a big project, and this is not the first time it's been done. But Kyle and I have talked a lot on our previous episodes about the royalty debate on marketplaces. So like OpenSea and Blur, it's basically a race to see who can get to zero percent royalties for creators, which is ultimately just going to be bad for the space, good for the marketplaces. They're basically screwing over the people that started them um so some some projects are going on strike uh what they're going to do is they're gonna have to relaunch their uh their their contracts 
Um, so in order to do that, you basically have to scrap everything you did and restart. So what this project is doing, which is a pretty decent sized project, uh, somebody I follow pretty closely on Twitter as a, as a holder, um, they ended up, they're doing the token migration. So they changed all the NFTs to this little GIF uh, or GIF, whatever you call it. Um, and uh, so if you're holding the NFT, now all you have is we are migrating contracts so that we can enforce royalties. This NFT will be worthless on, on March 24th. Wait until migration to buy. Don't like the NFT projects or royalties. Too bad. So if you own one of these plague NFTs, this is the metadata. So I wonder if it's already up right now. Uh, let's go look at their... Why do they not have... Oh, they probably don't have their OpenSea because they don't want it to be up there. So we'll actually have to like manually go to OpenSea. Um, is it called the plague? Well, let's see if they changed it. Just thought it was pretty interesting uh, play there. I can't find them. I wonder if they took it down. Uh, saying, am I putting it wrong? Whoops. So, like, yeah, this is a big update because sense. this could affect. This is affecting like the entire NFT space, and a lot of projects are missing out on millions of dollars. And so, um, even Neo Tokyo is doing this. They're migrating their NFTs to a new contract um, that will basically give the option for the NFT project itself to be able to determine which marketplace they can actually be on. Um, but the kind of downside is you'll lose a lot of the data and a lot of the um, history on these NFTs or you'll lose all of it. Yeah. And you'll kind of have to start over. So a lot of projects will have to do this. And if they don't do it now, they're going to end up losing millions and millions of dollars. So anyways, that that's kind of like, yeah, it also kills to me the momentum, like, I guess it doesn't matter if you're already on this scale, but there's always a little bit of credibility on having like a lot of ETH volume. And I guess if they relaunch the project, they're not, it's not even going to show, it's not going to show, show the initial Ethereum volume, which 4,410 4, volume ETH is a lot. So like they're going to have to start from zero, which again, they're established, so they'll be fine, but uh, they, they definitely lose some momentum there. Now I assume like these marketplaces will build in like, the prior history into these collections um, long-term and, but the, like, you're right. Like it'll probably not display any data at first and then they'll, you'll run into the problem. Like, is this a scam? Is this, is this the real collection on a lot of these like NFT projects that are going to migrate, which I assume a lot of them will, because this is like a kind of like one of those like big moments in the NFT space. Like that's going to have to happen or else like, you'll fall prey to these marketplaces that are like circumventing or exploiting like, you know, these royalty systems. Yeah. It's tomorrow, by the way, that the NFTs are going to be worthless and uh, it's just going to show the metadata I showed you. Now, granted, I mean, I'm sure they'll just get airdropped on this new, that's also what that's, I'd assume that they're going to have to airdrop all of the ones they were holding to previous holders, which is very expensive to do on ETH. I mean, 10,000. Oh airdrops. yeah. Yeah. I got that AI pulled up by the way. Oh, Go for it. Um, so this is a guy. 3D designers are going to love this. His chat GBT for Unity. It's available to everybody. Oh, um, so this dude's going to go in. He's just going to type in like a bunch of commands um, into the AI like prompt box, and it's just going to update and show like the different things he's doing. Just telling it by just typing something in. Look at this. That's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. Now imagine just telling it to like build an entire world. Like obviously when it's like more advanced. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what that looks like. And then God, there's gonna be so much cool stuff. Dude, this about. one I wanted to show you. This one is just kind of off the cuff, like random. But this is a platform that lets you upload an asset like a JPEG, 
And what they do is they have this like genius level like pipeline. What? Yeah. So it's like a pipeline that you can choose what metaverse you want to like have your asset in. And they build like all these different assets in different metaverses for you. So this is like core games, which is like a, a gaming metaverse for gamers. Um, this one's, I guess, core games has been around apparently. I didn't know because like they just been now getting into the Web3 space. But um, he's going to jump off this ledge and it's going to like port him into. Now, this is obviously just a video, but it, he's like in Decentraland right now. You can see the top right corner, Decentraland, same NFT. Um, yeah, what? Like, a decentralized avatar. Watch this. He he's one of the five people that are in Decentraland right now. Right. He's going to jump kidding. in here. Boom. Sandbox. What? Where's yep. the rabbits? Where's the rabbits? So again, you can like pick the top metaverses and then like basically go it to this platform and Dude, have them create yeah. all your different assets. I want to say, oh yeah, good. No, I was just going to say like, this is something that VV should be doing. Like this is the kind of things I like to see. I see quid doing it. Now, like, let's hopefully see if, like, Vivi could do something like that. Or just um, see, which, I mean, Vivi will be a possibility of, I asked Dan Crothers himself when I was in California, if you'll be able to, like, this was before it was super out there because, like, I was with him and I asked him a question, um, if you'll be able to take assets from other other uh, NFTs and put them into the Viviverse, and he said yes. And then we saw an example of that because when you got in line at Decon and put the vr headset on uh you could see a uh, brock's fishes like swimming around the uh the area so what shows that you know nfts came from like another platform so it's not gonna be the it's not like vv is building that but vv could be like it's like one of those locations they could jump into that's a great um, point like, man with, with the vv verse yeah that's an excellent point like i'll reach out to this platform and see if they like once vv burst launches um uh, maybe we could have them add the VBverse, and then now people can actually like a lot of people in the VB community has been buying the a kid called Beast at, um, NFTs. Wouldn't it be cool if you could use that in the VBverse? Would be awesome. So, Hello, like of course, of course, of uh, course. Like half gonna, the VB fam owns AKCB. We're gonna make that work for VB. Get them like a multi million dollar deal, and they'll probably be like, "Thanks." <laughs> so uh, where's our royalties? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Cool, man. Uh, there was, there's a couple more things. What was I going to say? Yeah, I feel like there's something important on that last topic, but I, I don't remember. Uh, we t Basically, this whole thing's been really cool on Metaverse's Web3 Gaming, all the way from the Rabbids topic. Uh, royalties, contract migration, which, by the way, somebody did say, basically, is whitelist. White, whitelist for Marketplace is like royalties where it's not forceable on chain. I guess I guess it is forceable depending on the contract because uh, you can you can code the contract. I'm not a dev, but and I I've heard you can code the contract in ways to where you can uh, deny certain marketplaces. So like you can deny contract interaction with Seaport or with OpenSea or with Blur or whatever. So I think that's what they're doing is saying that like we are not going to allow these certain marketplaces that have already established that they don't care about royalties. They might just allow. It might just be their marketplace because the Plague has their own marketplace and a lot of NFT projects are going to have their own marketplace, including Disney one day. Um, so because they, they'll get a bigger cut of those fees. So that's what that's all that they're doing. So they might be, you know, getting rid of all of them. Um, 
next topic and our last topic because we do have we are kind of coming to the close thank you chat but we're not ending yet oh there, there's one more big one uh we're not ending yet we're actually about to talk about free stuff so stay around for that um if you've made it this far in the video thank you if you haven't already liked be sure to like uh it helps us out a lot so i put free nfts on here because there's a couple right now like that if you're watching you can go do this right now and get some free stuff now again this isn't like a value proposition i'm not saying hey go get this for free so you can sell it for 10x but if you just want free stuff then here it is um last nobody's really talking about this kyle and i i feel like you know it, it could be big uh reddit is doing another free claim there's a lot of them but essentially you go to reddit you go to style avatar explorer and then choose your animal and you have like five options i chose the turtle because i mean look at that thing it's really cute um and you get free you get one of them for free now another thing that reddit did shout out to i don't know if it's elena or elena uh, she does some of the best recaps that i've seen in the space i do recaps like once a week she does them like every single day um but she pointed out that reddit is i don't know where she saw it what, what day was this this was yesterday she pointed out that reddit also announced that they're going to have their own marketplace, which is what I just mentioned. Everyone's going to do it. All right. So the CEO of CEO confirmed marketplace for Reddit NFTs. I don't know if that was on their official Reddit, which I don't know why I'm not following. Um, oh, they actually do talk about some of their little avatars, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I assume that they would have a. Mar I thought they already did have a marketplace, so I assume they would. No, they had a they have a wallet, and all the trading went on on OpenSea. Um, but again, we're going to see a decline of people using OpenSea and Blur and more of an uptick of people launching their own marketplaces. Yeah, again, like that's something that I, I've kind of mentioned before, and you probably mentioned it too, is like these big, as much as like these big Web2 companies get bashed, um, they could actually generate a lot of the fees and take a lot of the market share because they are juggernauts. Um, like uh you know amazon ebay shopify even um not not only shopify but uh there's some other ones like the music marketplaces as well in terms yeah. of music um so again they could start kind of taking market share away long run like you'll have to hurry up and be like a super like good pioneer and like i don't know like you'll still i think blur and OpenSea will still have a place if they can like because they have the development teams, I think. I mean, um, Blur is pretty, like, they've shown their prowess and developing skills. Um, but they do have to make sure, like, long run, that their business model is sustainable. Uh, because Blur, it's not. I mean, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It, it depends on what they integrate. I, I like that Blur is a marketplace for traders because it does right. a really good job at showing analytics without need of other tools. And that's what I was trying to get at. Tools. Yeah, yeah, that's and, what I was trying. just kind of like already like established, but right. right now everybody's still farming for the Blur airdrop. Right, and that's what I was getting at is like Blur right now is not a sustainable business model. Um, they're gonna have to appeal to the the Web two uh, businesses out there too. Like they want their royalties, and uh, long run, I don't think that's really sustainable, especially for like Web three games. They that's paramount that these Web three developers get their royalties because that's how they're gonna fund their company. And make more I, fun, more fun games. I do think you can block royalties on an uh, meetable X contract level. So, like on on Ethereum, I believe that it has to be established in the contract, but I don't think it has to be established in the contract if you're going through a meetable X. I think a meetable X kind of has its own. 
Yeah, um, thanks for that. They they enforce royalties and then they'll have their community vote like they're through the IMX governance token um, okay. vote on on marketplaces like they either want to like not allow or allow. So that's kind of what they're how they're going to approach it. So so Vivi kind of has like these extra layers of like protection in terms of immutable X. And I'm sure they talked about that early on. Like this is probably not new to Vivi. Um, what's new to Vivi is how these marketplaces like Blur just popped out of the blue and exploited the actual contracts on OpenSea to do that. So <laughs> a lot of people really don't know Blur to an extent on some of this stuff. Like I know I heard I was like listening to it in some of these like Twitter spaces um, and people really didn't understand what was going on. Next free. Uh, that's a lot of times, man. You know, it is what it is. The next free NFT, uh, one of my favorite Web3 um, broadcasts, besides DJ and Dads, of course, um, is is the Nifty uh, with P.O. and Nick, uh, which, by the way, P.O. did start out in VB. Um, but they're dropping free NFTs almost every day. Uh, you can follow. Make sure you get at Nifty Portal. It's the right one. And you just go, I mean, follow the prompt of their tweet. You go here and you claim enter email address it's just email and password and then you you have like a, a code and uh, i think like right now it just sends you it basically you just claim it you don't mint it yet because you they didn't ask for any like wallet information or anything and i think they only go on for like 24 hours but at the end of the day they could do something with this i know a lot of people i, I don't know if they're going to make them valuable or if they're just kind of doing it for a fun thing but uh, they could definitely have a lot of use cases with these it's free why not uh, just just one of those shout outs to the nifty for doing something cool and, and the thing is like i feel like people are going to complain if they don't do anything with it but like it's free like don't don't claim it if you don't want it like it's, it's that easy for sure for sure by the way there is peer-to-peer -peer, uh, market trading and marketplaces out there blockchain comic said i got uh po into vv <laughs> i got That's po funny. into vv bro hey um, yeah, there's a lot of like big influencers or content creators in, in the Web3 space that either started off into VB or they know about VB or they're kind of like closet collectors um, because they, they, they want to appear more degen or like DeFi, like, you know what I mean? More yeah. decentralized. So they don't really say anything. Um, and, and so they just kind of like collect on the sidelines a little bit and they, they watch um, and they kind of like, you know, they don't say much. Nate but it's Dave. interesting. I think they will once like VV goes interoperable. Yeah, VV. Uh, what's this, Nick? Nick. Uh, yeah, what you think, bro? That guy gonna steal your girl with that crypto punk jacket? I saw him post about this picture. It was like, "How's your week going?" And then he screenshotted somebody's like comment about this. He's like, "How do you say you're a virgin without saying you're a virgin?" Or something yeah, like some were <laughs> hilarious, dude. It um, got four million views. I mean, it, it went pretty viral for like a NFT post. Yeah, um, yeah that's so, huge. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people are doing like silly stuff like this. Like people are like, like thinking that it's like super serious because <laughs> the internet thinks, makes things too serious. But at the end of the day, yeah. it, it's all like about vi virality because like they're a web, they're a, they're a production company or whatever, a broadcast company. So like the more views they get, the better for their company. So like doing stuff like this is actually really smart. Uh, you yeah. might have to sell a little bit of your ego, you know, if you have Dude, any, Nick, but... Nick's funny as heck though. Like he is funny. 
Remember him flying to like the the Bahamas to like try to <laughs> try to like interview SBF, and he yeah. was like, "Oh, I dude, I was dying." He's like, "I'm at the Bahamas. We're here," and it's just like the goofiest thing, man. <laughs> I know the fact that they actually went to the Bahamas to try to get that interview with SBF was was nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just. I mean, he was being funny about the whole situation, though. It was like making light of it. You know, he, they're really good at that. They're really good at making light of situations. So. They are. You know, it's not a light situation that we'll end on. Um, uh, we'll end on this topic anyways, this kind of bearish topic. Uh, I would like to know your thoughts as someone who uh, has been in crypto for a while. I've actually never seen what I'm looking at right now. It says crypto can be provide a meaningful update to the existing financial system and increase economic freedom in the world it's, t- it's time to update the system so anyways uh coinbase got a well notice from the sec you want to talk about that or have you heard about that um i i heard about it it's usually like a precursor to imminent like um an, an imminent court case or Pretty much. I mean, Brian, if you want to pull up Brian Armstrong's tweet, he actually covers yeah. it a little bit better. Um, but that's what he was saying. It's like usually um, alluding to an imminent like action, legal action against like a regulator. Um, so he kind of went into it a little bit more um, in terms of the Wells notice. Definitely bearish for sure. There, Like there's a war on crypto obviously going on, like banks yeah. crashing that just so happened to have like crypto businesses and crypto uh, services and things like that for or like you know some of these platforms using these banks so it just seems a little fishy a little odd that uh, the, that there's like all this going on you're seeing the sec attack crypto left and right um yeah and it, there's no clear regulation it, it's just it's just not a good uh, a, a fun time for crypto right now for sure yeah man it it hurts uh my and I send out GMs every morning on Twitter and my GM today was for to everybody who's still holding despite like the whole world, you know, kind of crashing in on it. Um, so, yeah, they they got a Wells notice. Like you said, it's a it's a pretty serious, pretty you have to act fast on a uh, Wells notice. And this is what Brian Armstrong has to say. Uh, I don't know if this is a little bit too long to read on here. Let's see. It's good to know. That's for sure. Yeah, Brian Armstrong, despite him running like a centralized platform, I think he's really good for DeFi. And Coinbase has made steps that like do care about DeFi because I, I, what people don't understand oh, yeah. like, is like people want Coinbase and like these other uh, big companies to fail. And I don't know why. And the reason they want them to fail is because they're not true DeFi. These people are getting DeFi adopted, like literally, like like the the huge onboard of people in the crypto is Coinbase, is Voyager, which went down was like these these companies and uh, granted there's like sketchy things going on sometimes sketchy things going on in the background and sometimes i don't always agree with the ceos brian armstrong has done things i don't agree with uh he bought like a you know this is his money so whatever but he bought like a 22 million dollar home i don't remember the price it was insane and then laid off like x percent of his staff like directly afterwards because of like finance stuff but like at the end of the day is from an objective standpoint like coinbase is good for DeFi. if, if you haven't seen uh, through Coinbase, they're launching so many cool things. They're highlighting like DeFi apps that you can use for like trading, for collecting, for experiences. Um, because that because that's their market. Like they want, like if they promote decentralized finance, you a lot of times you still buy from Coinbase to send it out to a self custody wallet. So like they still get, like if DeFi succeeds, they succeed. So like they want it to succeed. So I don't know. That's my take on it though. 
Yeah, I I, I agree with you because oh, like, hold on, hold on. obviously it's a it's a, it's a centralized exchange. Like, what do you think? Did you not listen to anything I just said? Yeah, like it, obviously they they want they still want decentralized finance to succeed because right. people use a centralized exchange to buy crypto. Exactly. So I mean, yeah, it's like not they're not going to go away, and I don't think they will. But um, not only that, Coinbase is like running nodes for Rocket Pool, which is a literally a decentralized uh, liquidity pool. And um, they're also using Optimism's tech stack, which uh, they're launching their own uh, layer two, which is going to be called Base, um, which uh, those fees, a portion of those fees will go back to Optimism, which is a fully decentralized uh, platform. So again, I totally agree with you. Coinbase is making positive moves for decentralization. And that's really what they're pushing for. If you looked at some of their most recent media and commercials, they absolutely tear apart the traditional finance system. So again, they're spending their money, their hard earned dollars to actually push the narrative forward for decentralized finance and really crypto as a whole. So you're not having to do that. You're not having to pay like commercial, you know, millions of dollars to like put these media and commercials out there coinbase is doing it for you so yeah you do have man. to give them credit where credit's due they are a centralized exchange for sure but in the future they might be decentralized to a degree or some of their products so um time will tell i don't know what that looks like in the beginning i was there like when coinbase first started and i get that like you don't own your your keys like inside of coinbase but they have made a a wallet that um you know, is more decentralized than their actual platform itself. So um, definitely they're moving the needle forward there in terms of that and the macro. Yeah, what, what DeFi project is going to spend millions of dollars running ad campaigns? We're not going to watch the whole thing, but I will bring it up like this video. I don't know if you saw this video. It's so good. That's the one it, I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. it basically shows the need for decentralized finance and how the bank, the like current structure is like outdated. Um, I'll explain it instead of listening to it, but essentially like she's wanting to transfer money overseas, but it's going to take like seven or eight, seven to nine days. Like why? Or like it takes money to take your money out. Or like if your money gets low, you get fined on your money. Like it talks about a lot of those things. So like, yeah, these things push towards decentralization. Like they push people to DeFi. I'm not saying that Coinbase is DeFi. Right. Yeah, a lot of people just don't really understand or they don't really track the wider macro space of what Coinbase is actually doing. Um, and, and again, like, you know, uh, you can't really compare this to anything like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. People are just trying to jump to conclusions a little too quick there. But I get it like in the early days, though, Coinbase was like, you know, it went down because there's so much traffic there. And like it did raise flags. Like we're seeing the same arguments kind of in VV community. Um, so it's like nothing new um, in terms of like some of these arguments we're seeing on BB. So it's happened before. Sweet. Well, that pretty much wraps up uh, a lot of our topics. I think we still had a few in there, uh, but that was some really good talk on Web3 Gaming yeah. specifically. And uh, just a couple of things that are going on in the space. I, uh, you, you buying or selling or minting anything this week? Um, I am... I don't think I'll be minting anything this week. What about you? I, I minted an NFT now pass uh, right before this this live, and um, I it was basically it's like a tokenized media. I'll pull it up. I was gonna actually recorded my experience, but it wasn't it wasn't that great. <laughs> I, I thought that they were going to like uh, 
like because they, they're really like aesthetic like they, uh, the NFTs are I, I don't think they're like they're not revealed right now but i thought they're gonna have like a very aesthetic um like reveal and, and they just didn't here let me hold on let me put it down for a second uh one of the reasons i thought that was because their introduction to it on their instagram was really good but it was kind of anticlimactic but nft now they threw an awesome like they threw the event in Miami um, and that I went to for Art Basel or around Art Basel, and it was just phenomenal. Um, and they they have a ton of connections, so like all those connections are going to be good for the project. Uh, they're going to tokenize media, which that's like a whole other conversation. Uh, it's going to be like point space if you hold the pass. Um, I'm trying to find the actual post they did of the of like the walkthrough. It was really cool. Is this it? No. They're just, they kind of talking about their events. Oh, well, I can't find the post, but essentially they advertise like, oh, here it is, here it is. This is how I kind of thought the reveal experience would be, but it wasn't. It's kind of like a walk through this, uh, this like digital gallery. I wish I could make this bigger, but whatever. It looks pretty good. Uh, you can see like the reflection off the floor. Um, NFT now is good, man. One of the like best media companies around NFT covering NFTs. So I, I like NFT now. Yeah, I do too, man. They they do a really good job at keeping everybody up to date. And they've got a killer team who was early to crypto. And they know what they're doing. And I genuinely believe they care about their holders. So I think they're going to provide the value. Uh, I didn't mint the pass to flip it. Uh, and I do. I, I, I paper hand a lot, Kyle. But uh, I actually am into this pass just to hold it for years to come because I want to be a part of what they're building. I also run the uh, some of their Twitter spaces. We have uh, not financial advice Twitter spaces to where we talk about like trading and events happening and kind of have some special guests on there. And uh, that's on NFT Now Twitter. And so I, I kind of work with them. I, I work with Ninja Alerts, but Ninja Alerts works with them. So, But I'm, I'm very close. I mean, I have meetings with some of, some of the founders like weekly on like uh, marketing and stuff. Nice, nice. Now, I think I'll just be like minting um, the honestly some of the quid stuff. So they're cheap. It's like what four bucks a pack or something like that. They're dropping the aliens today. Oh, um, Tom. Uh, I think they're they were dropping around around like eleven PT, which is like roughly our like one PM. I think something like that. Um, so I'll probably hop on over there and check out the drop, and maybe I'll try to land like a. Cause I've been giving, giving these avatars away. So I'll try to like uh, do something like that. Let's, um, sorry, real quick. The, so I'll um, probably like mint some and give some away. Um, nice. I do have a Thank giveaway you. that's ending like now. No shilling. Get out of here. <laughs> saying I like just have kidding, it, buddy. I'm just I have it buddy. like ending like sometime now. So I just reminded well, myself of that. Chill it. Get people to go see it. Oh, no, no. I was just saying. That's God, all I'm go, minting pull, today. Pull it up. No, no. I don't uh, want to pull it up. This is a uh, yeah. It ends. It ends. Some, it some ends. Ao crypto, crypto Chris right here. That's your boy. Oh wait, that's Nate. Uh, there's some people minting NFT now. Pass right now. You got Farouk. You got Richard Mundor. You got this Nate Alex guy, which is apparently the number twelve trader by Realized Profits. But you got the one and only the well, it used to be Crypto Chris. Um, this is this is me, guys. It's got my Twitter. My, it's behind on my Twitter. Did I say NFT YouTuber on it, though? Ninja Alerts Team. Uh, this is the NFT Now Pass. Though. This is what people are minting and buying and selling in real time. And we're, uh, we're going to have a really cool update coming soon. V3. So.
Nice. Little ninja alert still right there. But cool, man. I'll I'll also probably be uh if I'm home, I'll I'll be minting some of the quid stuff too because it's their first mint to play. I'm pretty excited about it. Guys, go uh go share Kyle's giveaway. Go enter it um because he wants to give you stuff just for interacting. And this has been a really good podcast. We will be on Kyle's channel next week, DJ and Dad's Weekly. Uh, we're building a lot of cool stuff. We're working on this podcast. We're upping production quality. We might do a lot more special things in the future with it. So your early support is very much appreciated. Whether it's arguments in chat, which we always welcome, whether it's support in chat, whether it's likes or subscribes to either one of our channels, we appreciate you. And uh, no, we don't we don't appreciate Cardano around here, but we appreciate. And I'm just kidding. I actually hold Cardano, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, anything I, to say, I, I, Kyle? Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Um, no, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, same thing. Thanks for joining. Um, it's always a blast talking about Web3, NFTs, blockchain, and we'll see you next week. Peace out.